Shout out I to our wait. sponsor of today. Mm-hmm. Uh, today's sponsor is brought to you by TB3 Hookah. You see me smoking on the hookah. That's thank you to our supplier, uh, Jersey's number one online hookah retailer. Uh, with their vast variety of flavors, coals, and hookahs, and so much more, they make the priority to satisfy all of your hookah essentials, enjoy all of your favorite products in no time with their fast, easy shipping. Here at TB3 Hookah, you are a priority. Uh, use this code TRUST to save 10% on your next TB3 uh, hookah order. Again, that's TRUST for 10% off your order. Now in Jersey, especially if you're in South Jersey, this is your guy to use. I would say when I deal with prices down here, you always deal with the, the upkeep of we don't play up north prices. Up north prices are always better than South Jersey prices. So if you're looking for a, a amazing retailer, he has all the products. And if he doesn't, you can easily DM him and he can get that for you, Anything, any of your needs. So please, again, use code TRUST for 10% off. The website is below, but if you're listening, it is www.tbboy3hookah.com. www.tb3hookah.com. Use code TRUST for 10% off. Well, hey, man, we're going to jump right into it. Speaking of college football, um, I think, where where, where do you want to start off at, brother? We could start off at, in my opinion, I want to start off with Kansas State versus TCU. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. I'm sure we'll have plenty of time for you to talk about your Buckeyes sneaking their way in. But, yeah, let's start there. Oh, <laughs> so looking at uh, Kansas State versus CCU. Now, who's hit this mm-hmm. back? I don't know if it was last week, but two weeks ago. My debate, what would you rather? Would you rather a team that skims through the season with close calls wins to get mm-hmm. to that big game? What team would you rather have? And TCU just proved my point. And I was like, I'm going to bring this is exactly what it is, right? They didn't have a total big uh, – I mean, their entire season was blowouts versus team they should have blew out. But those times mm-hmm. when they played big one, I think it was like three games I looked up the scores where they were either they won by a touchdown or it was an overtime win or it was a win by a field goal. So that's how their season was playing out. So that's where my argument was coming from. When it's time to have these big-time games, this mm-hmm. is where it's not going to go your way all the time. We see it come down, right? Did it go – it went to overtime, correct? Yeah, yeah. Overtime play. TCU. Uh, was it first and goal? I th- I feel like, yeah, it was fourth and goal from, like, the nine to start that. Um, first and goal. To start that, that. Yeah, yeah, first and goal. So first and goal in overtime. TCU received the kick first. Uh, Kansas mm-hmm. State elected to, to defer, so they get, they get it the next. Uh, yeah. I mean, not next, but they're on defense first. And yep. the college football rules, do you totally – I know they switched them, or was that the NFL they switched? Yeah, so no, well, I believe they switched the NFL as well. But in college, it used to just be back and forth, back and forth. Um, it, it, it's pretty much the same, at least to start. Uh, so I'm sure, as everybody saw, you'll get it from your opponents, I believe, 25-yard line. You'll go back and forth for two possessions. So let's just say TCU scored twice, Kansas State scored twice. I believe it's after the second or maybe even third drive. This is where the change comes in and where you just have a two-point conversion battle. You put the ball at the two or the three-yard line and just have your two-point conversion play, but never even got there. I love – I actually love that. I love – let's – I completely agree. Because two-play is – now it's – can you beat us? This is – if I can't score right here, like it is what it is, right? Um, I think they had – they went down the field. It's first and goal. They're down there. They run the ball. I think they throw it once, whatever. I think it was second and goal, actually. And – they run the ball each time, and they can't score. They 
TCU cannot score in Kansas State. Mm-hmm. Now, this is where my argument comes into play. You're this team. You've been disciplined. You beat – it was Baylor, correct? With no time on the on the watch, you come mm-hmm. in, hit the field goal to win it, right, to send it to send you into the next week. It doesn't go your way all the time. Your, your team is – how far do you want to push them to win in those big-time moments? That was my debate from, from last time, right, and it was a perfect example of that. And I, I have an example to back my point in the NFL. We'll, we'll touch base on that. Okay, okay. Um, but, I mean, that was just – I mean, that's a shame for TCU. At the same time – and, again, I know, you know, you're always going to be these competitors on the field. Like, I, I get it to an extent. But in reality, and, and we were even proven right, like, TCU went into that game. USC already lost. They knew that Ohio State was going to jump them. In reality, if they wanted to, they could have thrown the entire second-string squad out there and still been the third team in the playoff. No, they took a chance to college football. No, I know, I know, and I'm saying that's why they yeah. didn't do it. But okay, okay. It, they were next to a lock, I think, going into this weekend. As soon as USC lost, they clinched their spot. I don't think there was a way in hell that they were going to be ruled out. Um, I mean, but they went for it. And again, going back to that argument, it didn't hurt them any. You're right. This was the one game that they kind of got stopped. And again, to bring it back to the Eagles, like that was a close game they lost to Washington. So like you're going to have these games, but it didn't really hurt TCU. Um, that quarterback, he's a dog. Uh, he's been one all year long, and I, I think have a, he, I have a different outtake on him. What what do you what do you got? I think it was a performance. It kind of annoyed the shit out of me. And this is probably me coming as an athlete. I hate when I see athletes show their tiredness, show their exhaustion. I just hate it. Like I'm like you're giving the team the up to know that like. He's already gone through something. Now we're in his head. He's physically hurt. He's emotionally hurt, whatever it may be. By showing anything to the other team, it pisses me off because I'm like, oh, now I know I have the upper hand. He's exhausted. So when it's time to go, mind you, he still was running the ball. He still was, he, yeah. took, he took off for 20 yards on the field. That's why I said, I think it's a performance. And I hate mm-hmm. that it started the conversation right around the Heisman. It started, he had I know, heart surgery I know. Uh, last year. Look how exhausted he is. He has to be carried off the field. Bullshit. Yep. You're a quarterback, you ran the ball. You ran twice down the field. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. If this you're, is a lot yeah. back, like I hate that performance shit from quarterbacks. I hate you're it. right. You're right. And and again, like he was banged up. Like it, it was a yeah. rough game. But I do get your point. You're right. Like when you're on the field and we see like the other competitors on the field, yes. like down and out, hands on their knees, you're like, I'm attacking that dude. I yeah. kind of saw the same thing in the USC game with Caleb Williams. He banged up his ankle, was limping up and down the field, but there was one play where I think he completed oh. a pass. And almost ran to the line to to spike the ball with no limp at all. So you're right. It is, you know, it's a show. And they they put on a show a little bit. But I think at the end of the day, like, TCU came into the season unranked. Like, he's been battling, I think, all year. Put some respect on Kansas State's name, I guess, because, I mean, they're top 10. Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. But uh, you're right. I mean, did it get him into the Heisman conversation? Yeah. But uh, I think it 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 was still a battle for him. Um, I, I don't think that he didn't ball out. I truly believe they don't have a game without him. He fucking balled right. out. He kept them alive. Them, those runs were, I was like, Kansas State's going to fucking blow it. with just yeah. fucking have a spy on him. He's done it to you guys yep. three times. Spy him. That's it. Exactly. But it did piss me off to know, like, okay, he's been playing since his freshman year. Like, he has playing time in at Kansas. He's a fourth-year senior. He's yeah. been there for some time. It's awesome to see that TCU has changed. And I think the big thing about TCU is that it's this head coach's first year there. 
Yeah. So that's so. the thing. That's where this thing is, right? We see TCU kind of come out of nowhere with this coach that is having them high ups into the into the rankings. And that's not to say this is the year you're seeing Alabama lose, Tennessee lose. A lot yeah. of these teams who you TCU doesn't get in there unless it, yep. I mean, that's it's a different year, right? Unless Alabama's out, unless Tennessee's out, unless Clemson's exactly. out. All these schools are taking L's. So it's like, step up. And this showed me too, like, it brings the question, is college football, is the playoffs, are they ready for what division is that? I don't even know what the fuck division that is. The X for or whatever. What? Like, who, what division is TCU in? Like, it's oh, they, um, they are in the Big 12 conference. Oh, the Big 12. So the, the, yeah. the, the Big 12, like, is the Big 12 there yet? I think the only people that, can, that fuck with the SEC is the Big 10. No, I completely agree, and I think we talked about this before, too. It seems like right now it's the SEC, the Big Ten, everyone else. I, I don't even think it's close. Um, but, I mean, I, I think that's what's, what's going to be fun about the expanded playoff. Uh, so it was confirmed this past week that they'll have the 12-team playoff in 2023, I believe. Yeah. Um, they were only looking for, you know, a couple different sign-offs that they got. Again, it'll be fun. Um but, you know, we listen, we might even see it this week, right? Or, or not this week, but when Michigan plays TCU, as good of a year as TCU has had, if Michigan goes out there and dominates them, you're exactly right. That just is showing me that the best of the Big Ten can throttle, you know, anybody in that Big 12 conference. And I mean, they probably I, will. I, I fucking say the ACC is still better than the Big 12. Yeah, I mean, you can – I mean, even with a struggling Clemson, probably – uh, North Carolina. Um, yeah, I, I think these teams are way better than them. I think that it was, it was a, a still an effort to see of the effort it was, but I just felt like, oh, here comes the performance. Here comes mm -hmm. the quarterback that had heart surgery. It's like, bro, ball out. I don't need to know your yeah. backstory. I don't. I mean, we see that uh, coming out. I love, I love to see quarterbacks that are that play at colleges that don't have these big names. We see this with um, oh, who's my guy? RG three. Or you yeah. had Baylor. He won the Heisman that year, correct? Yep. Put Baylor in the map. Yeah, they had some bullshit wins that were just last-minute heaves. But he balled the fuck out. Just ball yeah. out. I don't need no extra shit. Just go out and ball. Do what you got to do. Put your program on the map. He put them on the map. That coach, yeah. he's, that coach is the best you can have for a first year to come in. I Definitely. think the funniest part about that game to me was had nothing to do. It was a great game. I, I loved it. It was an amazing yeah, game. Yeah, it was. But it was, oh, that wasn't that game. When we saw it, no, it wasn't that game. But uh, we see uh, Nick Saban uh, lobbying uh, for Alabama did, to get into yeah. the playoffs. I did see that. It wasn't that game. That. It was a later on game, right? Yeah, I think it might have been. Um, might have been the ACC championship game. Yeah, he he because uh, this he was, was after. I think part of his um, argument probably came after both USC and TCU already lost. So yeah, it probably was that night game. Who played first? U USC, right? USC played Friday night, and then yeah. TCU played, I think, the first game on Saturday. No, this 12. happened Friday night because I was home. Yeah, this happened mm. Friday night when he was lobbying. Okay. Still. When he started lobbying. <laughs> yeah, he started lobbying. And I was like – so I'm sitting there. I'm just like watching. I'm like, all right, like, let's just – here come Nick Saban, right? He's, mind you, he's at a mm. recruiting event, right? He's uh, during the season, right? <laughs> and now, it's, it's so interesting because – there, there's some valid arguments to what he's saying, but I, I listened to this one college football podcast with Joel Klatt, um, and he brought up the perfect point because up until I heard him say this, I was kind of like, you know what? Bama has a legit argument. If, if, you're, if your main argument is how good your losses are, you're not in. 
Like, what do you argue at that point that we lost closer than somebody else lost? That's <laughs> not, that's not a fucking, like their best win was what? Texas. Yeah. Which, okay. You barely beat them. So yeah. you're, you're trying to tell me, and again, I get your point, but your main point is, Hey, we lost better. Get the fuck out. Yeah. No, you don't deserve to be in. But that's the same thing where they say why you're, you could be ranked, why t uh, TCU is ranked over Ohio State. They lost better than Ohio State, lost to Michigan. Yeah, that's true. But again, it goes back to this argument that I'm almost going to miss as the playoff expands is, is this argument of the conference championship games and how much should they mean? Just because TCU was good enough to get to theirs, should that not hold any weight? Because they're playing an extra game that Ohio State or Alabama – weren't even good enough to get in and play, if that makes sense. So yeah. it's almost this ongoing argument of how much weight should a conference championship game hold? Um, I guess we saw to an extent USC, they got blown out second loss of the season. Yeah, I guess to an extent it matters. But um, yeah. like I said, I felt like going in there, TCU could have lost by two or three touchdowns. I could be wrong, but they would probably be at that three. Really? We'll talk about that next. Um but I think what I saw it as, I saw it as Nick Saban just being like, we're fucking Bama. That's we know exactly how to what it fucking is. win. Give us say that at that point. Yeah, that's, that's like, all it was. <laughs> say, we're fucking Bama. We deserve to be here because of all the work we've put in. Just fucking yeah. put us in this game. And I think the only reason they didn't do it was strictly because of the new structure of, of the how it's going to be, the playoffs. And yeah. also, they're not trying to show how corrupt they are and how much they favor Bama. That's all it was. And the exactly. other time, they would have been like, shit, Nick Saban, if you ain't say shit, motherfucker, we probably would have slipped you in there and just took it. But the fact exactly. that we for it, we can't do something. In my opinion, I love to see because I'm just like, fuck, dog. Now I see why he gets all those recruits. I was going to say. I mean, he's, he's, you can't blame him, I guess. But uh, I don't think in all the years that – that this four-team playoff has been a thing six, seven years now. They've never had a two-loss team. So you're right. If they would have let Bama get in to be the first-loss team, yeah. all hell would have breaking loose. Mm -hmm. Oh, they would. I mean, just like you said, how corrupt the system is just yeah. because they're Bama. So yeah, who's to say they just didn't do that as like a scare tactic? But yeah, right, man. I mean, can't blame the guy for trying. I guess I love it. It showed me. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker can spit, bro. This is how he <laughs> this is his recruiting methods. He's a top recruiter. He goes to these. He's not sending. He sends his recruits. Yeah, but he also is out there recruiting for these teams. Like he's the one that's out there putting that work. And I was like, I love to see it, bro. Hold on. So every time, every time you have a coach go on on any show and get interviewed, they're representing them and their team and their brand. So this is yeah. just another example of like you said. This is what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. It's funny. Hold on. Someone's coming. I I love Nick Saban with a passion, brother. <laughs> hey, sorry. All right. Now we can jump into um, Utah versus USC. Mm -hmm. Now, this is where I'm, I, I believe to look at it. Um, I, I took Caleb uh, Wilson's performance to be a lot better. Not better, but I think he's truly fucked up. Like, I yeah. truly know he was fucked up. Uh, I saw him break and run, but I still was like, "Oh shit!" Like he's, yeah. he, to me, he should have been taken out a, a while before that. I seen him ball out as long as he could, but again, he, he was fucked up. What's your opinions? No, I agree. I, I think he obviously was hurting. Um, this is just what makes I think Utah such an interesting program because when you think of the Pac-12, you think of 
Oregon, right? Which is that speed, flashy uniforms. UCLA is putting up 50 points a game. USC, Caleb Williams, best quarterback in the nation, putting up points. Utah just out-physicals these, this, this entire conference, and it's the reason they're in this conference championship game. It's the reason why they beat USC for the second time, and very handily, they just out-physical you. Like, they, they are just a damn good football team. USC, props to them. I would have, yeah. I, again, not an Ohio State bias, just like as a fan of college football, USC is one of those premier brands. Yeah. Like it would have been cool yeah. to see them play. Um, but, you know, great season. Next year, look out. I mean, they may be ranked number one throughout the whole year. Williams is coming back. This really wasn't supposed to be a playoff year for them. I still think they're missing a couple of pieces, but I mean, yeah, they got absolutely throttled. I was, um, I, I, I was thinking the same things, right? I was truly thinking, like, no matter what, this is a team that next year they'll be top five, in my opinion. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. And it's not going to be no TCU. It's not going to be these no, bullshit teams no. up there. It's going to be bringing USC back on the map, right? Because USC mm-hmm. was there. I think um, he. He would if, if I don't if I don't see him injured, I think it's a different game with his ability to run. Um, it was that stadium was packed Utah though. That was a Utah yeah. home game. That was a Utah one that game where it's to me it was crazy to see like fuck Utah beat USC twice. Yeah, season. Yep. They beat the once I my only thing going to this game was like once I was like okay we just need somehow TCU to blow it. I was mm-hmm. like that's not gonna happen. And I was like, and I need USC to fucking Utah to fucking come out with a miracle. And I looked up and I was like, wait, they already fucking beat them. They're, and they yep. beat them on a two-point conversion to win. I'm like, that's not fucking happening again. Yeah. They yeah. got their number. So I was like, fuck me. So now seeing that, I was like, yo, I, this just shows you they're not ready for the this this playoff team. Like, I, I mean, exactly. they're not ready for the playoffs. That's all it shows. That's all exactly. It shows. And like you said, yeah, it's obviously a little bit of a different game if Caleb Williams doesn't get hurt. But to what extent? I, I mean, I still watch this defense literally get run over the second half of this game. I, I mean, yeah. could not tackle anyone. No. So, nope. you know what? I wanted to see the USC-Georgia, how they stacked up. After watching what Utah did, Georgia might have put up 60 on them. Oh, it would have been like Georgia playing LSU even worse. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Just at the LSU. Like, Georgia was <laughs> – Georgia fucking bodied them. I mean, the yeah. score was 47 to 24. Um, I mean, Caleb Williams, he still went, in my opinion, he did well. 28 yeah, to 41, definitely. 363 yards. I think now, now, before we move into like everything else, I think we can bring this discussion down to the Heisman a little bit. In yep. the Heisman discussion, where I look at it, right? In the Heisman discussion, we have Caleb Williams, C.J. Stroud, and Stetson Bennett, right? Yeah. And Bullshit. Max Duggan. And and when I look at this, right, I'm like, oh, this I would rather see Marvin Harrison Jr. That's probably biases on me seeing this. I don't think any of these quarterbacks like, oh my like hundred percent Dally got it, right? But I think yeah. in my and when I look at dominance, Stetson Bennett got it. Georgia quarterback, I think in my opinion, he takes it. CJ Stroud should the bed. Who knows? If he goes yeah. out and he fucking beats Georgia, that's the Heisman. But I yeah. think Look at the year Stetson has been having. I mean, he's 45 years old. <laughs> this yeah, is I was going to say. <laughs> everyone's, like, everyone's like, he's throwing wideouts to, to 18 yeah. <laughs> years old. He better be putting up points, right? But exactly. They, they've been murdering teams. He deserves yeah. Caleb Williams, you had a good run at the end. You got your mm-hmm. name in that discussion. 
you got it there with with the clout, with the nails and all that bullshit. Yep. You didn't. You couldn't win that big game. And then Max Duggan, I'm sorry. Yeah. You lost to Kansas State, bro. <laughs> yeah. He, there's always like an extra name that's thrown into these finalists that it's true. You know, finish last. So like he will. Uh, I would have liked to see Tennessee's quarterback Hendon Hooker get a little bit more respect. I know you know Got they it. blew the big South Carolina game and and all that, but. Right. What he was able to do all year, I think he was a little disrespected by that. Um, but, yeah, again, it goes back to your point of maybe this being a little bit of a weaker year or just different year in terms of the power yeah, teams right. not being as powerful. Yeah. I think it shows in the Heisman. Honestly, you're right. Two or three of these finalists can probably win. And I'd be like, all right, I'm not incredibly yeah. surprised, but I'm not, like, impressed either. I mean, in my opinion, this is a last-week effort by Max Duggan. But – you could throw you yeah. should you should out of respect throw Bryce Young into that discussion. Bryce Young has yeah. been been dealing with injuries. I mean, and, even and, Michigan's and, running back, I'm surprised didn't get thrown yeah, in there. Well. Into Ohio State, I could understand why. Did you see that yeah. they're trying to change the Heisman this now? Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's the stupidest thing. They're trying to make the Heisman, I guess, that just a quarterback position yeah. uh, trophy. And no, that everyone no. knows the Heisman. You're getting rid of history by doing that. Like the Heisman, yeah, exactly. It just pisses exactly. me off. It's stupid. Just don't change don't them. change things that don't need to be changed. All these exactly. like fucking leave it. Yep, just leave it alone. But I yeah, I, I, I of course I would like to see CJ Stroud. Um, is the Heisman yeah. after the national championship? So I was gonna say I, I want to say it's before any of these playoff games will get played. So I think the votes at least will be in. So whatever's happened is gonna happen. So no, I don't think you know CJ Stroud goes out there throws for. 500 yards against Georgia. I yeah. don't think that that will have any impact on his on his stock. Yeah. Hey, no matter what, CJ Stroud, you need this W for your draft. That's all. I, that's all I gotta say. But yeah, I, I, I'm going with Stetson for for the Heisman, in my opinion. Yeah. yeah. So this says the winner will be the winner of the Heisman is going to be said on December 10th. So just next week. Yeah, yeah. It's it's over. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's they do do it before the um, playoffs begin. And then a yep. lot of that doesn't happen. I do hate that it's kind of we're in stall right now for a good two weeks. I just I get I it, but it I don't like it. But it is what it is. Um, I agree with you. I don't want to talk about my the funny shit to me is a Dr Pepper scholarship throw right. And I oh love my god, announcers this year were actually like um, talking shit on some of the guys. They're like, "All right, who are you taking in this one?" And they're like, "I got to see who the guy is because you know, yeah, everyone knows it's all about the push throw." It's this right here. It should be illegal. I completely exactly. disagree with that. That was going to be my it's point. Football. Yes. That was going to be my and, point. I was going to say, <laughs> the rule should be, you have to throw it. It should be yes. throw girl or guy versus guy. And it's, it, I'd rather do it two times. I'd rather do a girl versus girl, guy versus guy, yeah. fuck the gender, new, gender whatever shit. Yeah. Smart. But you have to throw it. Like, you both have to throw it. It's not far. It's five yards, right? Yes, I think so. Yes, <laughs> I don't think you have to push. It's funny. I was sitting here with Kat and uh and, and a roommate. And I was like, "Watch the trick is you have to push it." Some guys would be cocky and be like, "Oh, I'm just fucking. I'm I'm gonna slay yeah. these dudes, right?" And try to make it to the NFL, and they end up losing because the girls <laughs> just sit there and ding. I see the Chinese girl ding them all, just bang, bang, and it's bang, money, bang. yeah, it's, money. It's money, but if if it's a football throwing competition, like have it be that. I think next year, uh, people. Are, I saw someone was like, "Here we go, a competition, get free money away to mommy and daddy scholarship funding." Yeah, exactly. Kids, I mean, 
And it was funny. We were talking, like, uh, the roommate, she didn't understand. Like, I was like, yo, that's just a semester and a half of school. And they're like, she's like, nuts. Everything. I'm like, it's $100,000. It costs $30,000 yeah. a year to go to yeah. Rome. <laughs> it costs to go to, like, <laughs> these Ohio exactly. schools. <laughs> it's, I mean, maybe, yeah, you're right. Maybe, maybe two semesters. Yeah, maybe. If you have, if you have decent housing. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think they should ban the 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 little shove. It has to be a full throw, and if you get caught yeah. out for a little for your underarming or something like that, you should you sh- you should lose automatically. I'm I'm for yeah. that one. Not to pepper, get it together. Um, but hey, man, let's move on to the to the playoff picture. So the playoff yeah. picture right now is Georgia versus Ohio State, mm-hmm. TCU versus Michigan. Georgia one, Ohio State four, TCU oh. Okay, yeah, TCU yeah, yep. uh, three, Michigan two. I'll let you start mm-hmm. off because I have my own beliefs of the rankings going into it. Yeah, so I think, again, I think they got the rankings right. Georgia did their thing. They're number one. Uh, Michigan did their thing. They're number two. That's not going to change. 100%. Again, I think the argument, what we just talked about a few minutes ago of the conference championship game um, and also just how close they lost, right? And And, and Kansas State is not – on the level of Michigan, which Ohio State, that's their one loss. Yeah. But to have it be so much closer in, you know, in a conference championship game, I understand why TCU is number three and why Ohio State is four, again, deserving over Alabama and USC at this point. Um, I This might bite me in the ass. Uh, I've, you know, we've come on this show and I've said how much I like Michigan, um, how dangerous of a team they are. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the winner of the Georgia-Ohio State game will be the national champion. Because if Ohio State meets Michigan again, that revenge factor, I would I would hope to believe that they, you know, make things right against them again. Yeah. So this is my take. Of course, I'm going to have bias, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I want to have some bias laying in here with Ohio State. Either way, whoever it is, they're afraid of Georgia. Going into this, you respect yeah. Georgia more TCU, right? So you're yep. like, all right, if I can get one step closer, I'd rather be facing TCU than facing Georgia. Respectable. All right, I completely understand. I do not think that the ranking of TCU, what were they ranked before this game, before going into this game? Three. So they were ranked three and stay at three after a loss. Yep. Tell, like that, and, and you lost in a championship game, right? To a Kansas. Now, yes. Again, though, they were ranked three. They lost in overtime. To an extra, like it wasn't a scheduled game. It was an extra game that Ohio State wasn't able to play their extra game because they had a regularly scheduled loss. So TCU ran through their schedule undefeated, lost a heartbreaker in overtime in an extra game. So again, I completely understand. Both have both teams have one loss. It just so happened that the one happened in a game that really, again, didn't have much much meaning outside of winning the conference. But, but right now where we stand, where the league stands, there's still precedent on that game. They still hold precedent onto that game. That game still means mm-hmm. something for right now. I think when you look at the playoff structure, that it's, there, there doesn't yeah. need to be a divisional championship. Fuck that shit. That, yeah. that shit yeah. to me, that means nothing. Get rid of that whole no. shit altogether, right? Yeah. But they still lost. I, I, like, and we, we know if you lose, you move. Shit moves. You move. You move backwards, or you stay in the same place if everyone else lost. But you lost. USC yeah. moved. TCU, you lost to a to a Kansas at the time was ranked what eleven? 
10, yeah. But that's what I mean, right? So when you look at, okay, here we have Ohio State, here we have TCU. Both only have one loss. Both went through the rest of their games and dominated throughout the season. One of them lost to a top 10 team in overtime by a field goal. The other got blown out at home. So but the, both in their last games of the season. Again, you're right, a better-ranked opponent, but still, that game was not close. Like we said before, if Ohio State-Michigan lost, if Ohio State lost to Michigan the same way TCU did, Ohio State would be number three. Not a doubt in my mind. But I think because of how dominated they were in their biggest game of the season versus TCU, again, arguably in their biggest game of the season, down to the wire, came an inch away from winning, I, I understand it. I mean, if you wipe off, I would wipe off a score and a half off that game. And the, the score is crazy than what the, the actual play of the field was, in my opinion. But, oh, whatever. Fuck it. It is what it is, right? But mm-hmm. either way, as fans, I would have loved to see, A, we are going to have this rematch of Ohio State-Michigan. Now, it, it's possible to still have the biggest rivalry in all sports for a national championship. This is Yankees oh, versus yeah. Boston. This is yeah. for a national championship. We can still have – Michigan, Ohio State, Michigan has already blown us out this year. And I'm all for it. I think going in, a lot of people are like, it it can go either two ways for me. It can either go, we lose like LSU just lost, or Mm -hmm. we get, it can go either way at the end of the fourth quarter. It's a a coin flip. And if we lose in that way, I'll be upset. But I'm like, at least it's not what happened to Michigan. At least we can say we went down swinging. Because he didn't like a bitch against Michigan. You're right. That's hugging, true. I don't know who that was, his dad or whatever. He was just hugging some guy at the end of the game, and we got yeah. a wave goodbye by Michigan. If, if I see us lose by three to Georgia, I can sleep a little bit better. Now, I watched Boston with the boys, and, mm. you know, Taylor Wands from Michigan, um, yep. Compton's from, from Nebraska. They were saying this is big for the Big, the big Ten, right? This is SEC Definitely. versus the Big Ten. It's going to be Big Ten versus SEC. I still can't get on the boat for Michigan. I, I can't. I can't do that. I personally no. can't. No. I, I no. I, and again, I I completely agree with you. I get their point of rooting for a conference because it does help with overall recruiting and everything like that. It's a little bit different. But I mean, you're right. A rival is a rival. Like I won't be yeah. able to do the same thing. Like I I agree with you. Let me ask you this fun question. It'll never happen, really, in any sport. Maybe it will, but you know, we see pretty often in these postseasons, how the matchups end up happening. And just so happens how it fell that the best team in the nation, Georgia, who, like you just, you've been saying, has been rolling all year long, is playing an Ohio State team that has been a top two, three team in the nation all year long. Do you think there's an argument to be made that maybe college football should have allowed Georgia to maybe pick their opponent? Because I would believe that they, not to disrespect TCU, would probably pick TCU over Ohio State. Oof. But, oh, that's a crazy – that would be nuts. Because in full transparency, how could you have that across the board, right, in other sports? You're right. You're right. Other sports. But I think it would have to play off of, like, okay, there would have to be categories of, like, your dominance. How dominant were you all this year? You're almost saying, like, Pretty much like a first round buy. I would rather you say a first round buy mm-hmm. than than this, right? And I think that's what the next the championships next will I mean the next playoff will be. You kind of have yeah. that first round buy move on. I think that of course if I was Michigan, I'm if, if damn, 
I fuck with that idea because it's like it gives you a motivation to let's fuck teams up all year just for that slot. Exactly. Like, exactly. Let's this motherfucker. I mean, it's almost like like you get to pick at that point. Yeah. Right. So I think how the twelve team is going to work. I think the top four teams will get a buy. So you're right; yeah. that'll be fixed. But it's an interesting point because again, here's this Georgia team. Yeah. That in reality, yeah. I would think again, not to disrespect the team, maybe they don't think like this. But at, maybe as a Georgia fan, at the very least, they probably were hoping a little bit that because TCU lost, Ohio State would jump them so that if they did see them, it'd be in the national championship game. Maybe they yeah. don't think like that. Maybe as a competitor. Put whoever in front of me, I'll smack him in the face. I don't know. But it's, it's, I mean, it has to be thought about. I mean, no, well, at, 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 at the same time in this discussion, you want to be dominant, so you have number one. And if you're one, you're going to get to eight. Exactly. Yes. That's it gives you something more to play for. You always, yeah, yeah. You always want that, that, that ranking, right? I want to go into the season and be like, I don't want to be sitting at last to go get one. Or I wanted to be, I don't want to be in the middle because I don't want to be, you know, playing against exactly. close games. I want to be out beating everyone so I get close to my championship, right? But exactly. I, I think I oh fuck. I will I'll, that'd be hilarious. I would love to see that. That would be dope as fuck to pretty much see teams shit on teams and be like, yeah. yeah, we'll take this person. Or someone being too cocky and being like, Oh, I want I, I don't give a fuck. We want Bama. And you bring Bama in and then Bama waxes your ass. It's like that's what I'm saying. I can, or it can go the other way. It can go, we chose TCU and TCU fucks us up. <laughs> exactly. Like how funny would it be to have Georgia select TCU, TCU <laughs> takes that as a disrespect, beats them, and then you look like an all-time jackass. So, it, again, then, it's something that will probably never happen. Nah, but it's fun good, to think about. But then you have Ohio State-Michigan. Ohio State beats Michigan, and it'll be blowout TCU. It can go, that would be a wild exactly. scenario. Yeah. <laughs> but then, okay, let's say if this season, I liked, I love that they did this uh, college football on Fox, that they did, like, what ifs. If this was the college football 12-team, right, thing. Yeah. So they pretty much put – I don't know where I took. Oh, okay. So they broke up in divisions, right? For mm-hmm. it to look like that. So they have Georgia first round by University yep. of Houston, Clemson, and Michigan all having buys. And then they have who has to play to get in Tennessee versus Kansas. So it'd be Tennessee, Georgia, TCU versus Tulsa. So it pretty much would have been TCU versus uh, U of H, Ohio mm-hmm. State versus Penn State. Easy W. That would have been us going and then play Clemson. We would have beat Clemson the way Clemson looks, yeah. and it still would have been another matchup of Michigan because Michigan would either have to play Alabama or USC, and that would have been a crazy game. So this could cause some crazy. This can this will cause crazy matchups of like we could see more rivals happen in the playoffs rather than these random teams yes, getting exactly. And again, like we talked about, I believe what they're going to do. You know, the first four will get a bye. Yep. But then all those other games, the higher seed will have a home game, right? So. Yeah. Then even if we have, like, what's going to make this exciting to me, and, and again, like, everybody hates Bama. I I like watching teams dominate, right? Like, I'm a Tom Brady fan because he fucking wins. Like, if yeah. you don't like it, beat them. Like, this year, Bama got yeah. beat. They didn't deserve it. I'm all for that. But it's it's going to be so much fun that if this 12-team playoff happened, you could make the argument that Bama would have the second best odds to win it all. Yeah. Because they, yeah. you know, they sneak back in. They have another home game that the, that they would probably beat. I don't know, say Penn State, and then yeah. they go and play. Let's say they play TCU. I would bet on Bama there, and yeah. then you might have a Georgia against Bama or Ohio State against Bama in the national championship. Where yeah, let's go do it. But I think it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. So that twelve team will be uh, put into play not next year but the year after that. I'd have to check. I think so. 
I yeah, think I think so. it's the year. I think they finally said it through of what it would be like. Uh, yeah, I think it's the twenty. I think yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, it won't be twenty twenty three twenty four. It'll be twenty four twenty five. Okay. Yeah, I believe. I believe what I'm seeing. Um, so lastly, the biggest thing um, on college football, and then you can, if you want to talk about something else, is Deion Sanders. Yeah. Yep. Uh, do you want to, you want me to grab at it first, or would you like to go? Yeah. Yeah, you okay. can lead off. So, I'm very conflicted on this thing. I've uh, I've always loved Prime. I grew up loving Prime because of my dad, Cowboys. I love mm-hmm. his play. I love his style. All the documentaries I've watched on like college football, everyone has talked about Deion Sanders. Every documentary you talk about, Deion Sanders, very respected. Always yeah. has a voice. always like that person that everyone respects. Probably one of the best. Probably the best athlete of all time, in my opinion. To do, you have Bo Jackson, but uh, I, I mean, yeah. as well as multiple sports at a high level, and and I, I love it. Right, I'm conflicted with this. I'm conflicted with my sports brain, and then my being black, right, brain mm-hmm. as as well that I have, right. And I think that the issue, the, the reason why people have such an issue, in my opinion, is that it's not about money. I don't. You take money out of it. I think he was. They were saying like he was giving up half of his. Um, money to the the college, right? His salary. I think that's what I saw. His salary. He was giving like he was getting paid three hundred thousand, and half of that he was donating back to the college, right, to put into facilities, gotcha. okay. whatever it may be, right. Now I'm conflicted with this. I don't believe the job is done, and I believe the problem that people have is that he's leaving too early. If you were to be there for four to five years, you can't say anything. You could say, Dion, you you've been there four to five years. You've made your impact. What else can you like, – he doesn't owe – right now he doesn't owe anyone anything. But you yeah. can't owe anyone at that point. I just believe my take on it is that he's leaving way too early. The job's not done. And what I mean by this is, yes, for Jackson State, you put Jackson State on the map. I didn't yeah. know Jackson State existed. I'm not going to lie to you. No, yeah, and the definitely. amount of fame that he brought through, celebrities, recruits, making the facilities better. I mean, he has to look at this. Just a couple of weeks ago, he was being caught out for not being swack. And then mm-hmm. a couple of weeks later, he leaves and goes to Power Five. So how does that look? Now again, he doesn't owe anyone anything. In my again, he doesn't owe a, not a soul. But when yeah. I look at the impact of the conference of SWAC, what he was doing. Now one uh, HBCU player was drafted in last draft, right? He made that be known. We saw that on all that would have that would have been head news. No one would have yeah. put that on headlines. He put that out there. We need to have a combine. He put it out there. We should be on TV. You're seeing the HBCUs on TV now. You're seeing celebrities yep. at these at these things. You're seeing these stadiums packed out. There's sellout crowds now during this time. He's bringing the top recruits to the college. Now, what mm-hmm. does that do for SWAC with him leaving? I think in a year we see a demand. Everything he built is coming down because he left too early. Am I? That, that's yeah. that's the only thing that I can't I can't fuck with. I just like he did leave early. I don't think he's chasing the money. I think he's chasing the opportunity by all means. Yeah. Yep. Go get that opportunity. I cannot. I'm not, I can't be mad at you. If I ever come across him, I'm not going to hate him. I'm not going to turn his back on the our people for for going for an opportunity. Mm-hmm. I just am fearful of what he's already done. What he's put into place for that conference. Now you left Troy. I hope that they can keep it up. I hope the rest of the SWAT coaches keep it up to be like Dion gave us a blueprint. Let's yes, keep. It. Exactly. We don't have. We're not Dion. Dion's the guy. Dion brought all this stuff in. Dion brought money. Dion brought athletes wanting to reconsider where they were going in basketball and in football and multiple sports, right? All across sports. 
So that's where I have my problem. He doesn't owe no one anything. Um, mm-hmm. But I truly think that in a couple of years, these are the things I said that we'll see go away, like everything that he's put in place. First, TV support, we won't see HBCUs on TV anymore. For what? Why? What? What? Yeah. what, what at what play? Um, uh, the fan support, you know, he had alumni coming out there. Even, even on documentaries that you watch on YouTube, alumni were saying, I, I have been here in years. I'm happy that Jack State's finally on the map. Yeah. Fan support yep. amongst all those, right? That's endowments. That's giving money back to the college, helping the, money, the, the college survive. Mm-hmm. Uh, celebrities, recruitments of all types. I mean, he, he brought in the top defensive back. All those guys yeah. are leaving. They're all leaving say. with him. His sons, everything that he's implemented, everyone yep. is completely, I'm out of here. I'm following Dion or they're transferring other places. We're seeing that all the people that were committed to Jackson State are leaving. And that's yep. going to happen across the board for all these teams. For a player that was like, oh, I'm, I'm drafted. I'm getting, I'm, I mean, I'm getting recruited by these D1 schools, like Temple, the fucking, like these little schools. You know mm-hmm. what? I'm going to go make a name in the HBCU realm. And I could be the player on my team. I can't possibly play for Jackson State. But I can play for Bethune Cookman. I can play for Howard yeah. University. I can play for these schools and make a name for myself. So that's where I'm like, I just think you left too early, Bron. That's it. That's my only yeah. right. Yeah. And I think, you know, we talked about this before. Like, we've been keeping up with it, um, all the rumors that have came through. And it's almost like, what, what, what was your goal? What was your ultimate goal? Um, yeah. You know, like you said, I'm never going to doubt – any any man or woman for for going after a better opportunity uh it is more money it's a power five school you know it's almost again this was a colorado team that was probably the worst team in division one football this year like maybe it's a competitive thing like i want to turn this thing around but i mean you're completely right i think he even said in his meeting with the team like yo i'm bringing my own luggage i'm bringing my own fucking guys with about that how do i i fucking listen i'm talking to a room I loved it. I loved this entire speech. If people have problems with it, they can go sit the fuck down because I'm looking at, and not for nothing against these kids, they can blow me out in football and probably any other sport any day of the week. But they were the worst team in college football last year. So guess what? I'm bringing my guys in. I'm not handing over the starting jobs, but if they're better than you, you're gone. I fucking love it. He he wants to win. And I don't think he's all, all only talking about kids that he's bringing over from Jackson State. He's saying – this recruiting process now at Colorado is going to completely change. You guys might have chose this school because it was the closest to your house, um, because you know it was the pack. It was the only Pac-12 offer that you had. No, no, no. Dudes are going to want to play for Deion Sanders yep. all around the country. When That's you get thing. that call or that email um, from Nick Saban, from uh, you know Brian Kelly at LSU, from you know Kirby Smart at Georgia, from Ryan Day at Ohio State, now it's Deion Sanders at Colorado. You're going to see this program change around quickly. I, I, I love yeah. to see it. So I love it. It's prime. He came in there. He's never going to change. He's not going to apologize. So that I like that he came in there. We're going to do things. We're going to do it my way. Mm-hmm. I fucking love that. I think that uh, when I saw that, right, this is another point that I have. And this could be the quickest turnaround we see in a team. I look at their schedule, but the first game was against Nebraska. So Will Compton was like, hey, man, yeah. we got to come for We got to come for prime, right? Yeah. So, I think that we can see the quickest turnaround like that. I mean, not, I mean, this is still power five. This is still going to say, okay, we, we can – this for I think for a prime it goes, we, we can give you credit for what you did in college football for coming in first time, right? Mm-hmm. It still wasn't power five. Let's yeah. see what you can do now. At There's nothing – there's no higher level of besides you, – you still play whatever. You make it to a championship. You're going to play against these guys. Let's yeah. see if you can truly coach at this level now. It's not high school. This isn't yep. 
D3. This isn't, you know, HBCU. This isn't the SWAT. This is big yep. time power five football, right? I think we can see a turnaround. I think we're going to see some recruits, of course, go there. Exactly. Already, um, the quarterback that was at Colorado is opening his portal. He's going to go of look course. for somewhere else to go. But also, personally, what I think, I don't think Dion has a lot to prove. I think his son, Shador, who is the starting quarterback yeah. right now for Jackson State, him going now to Power 5 school, he could have went. His son was already at um, Auburn, I believe. I think, um, yeah. Quarterback I think so. and then transferred there, right? So it's like, I know he could – or no, 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 it wasn't. It was South Carolina. Um, okay. I know that he can ball. He, I've seen yeah. his video. He can ball. This quarterback, let's fucking see Shador if you can hold up to playing big-time football and big-time plays and let's see what you could do. It's different. Yeah. It's black. And now coaching, okay, you can get away with it. But playing in swag and yeah. playing in power five, two different things, baby. Yeah, it's it's better athletes. It's bigger yeah. crowds. It's, it's faster. It, yeah, exactly. Um, but listen, I think even now with Colorado in the Pac-12, USC and UCLA in the next in, in the coming years are going to be leaving the Pac-12. So that conference is going to be wide open. It's yeah. it's going to be interesting to see if he can grab hold of it. Uh, I I, I I'm excited. I'm not going to lie. I, I am too. I can't yeah, wait. I'm excited. Um, damn, what was the school called again? What school? Well, what's the where's he going? Where's Dion going again? Uh, Colorado. There it is. Colorado. I think they were like one and eleven this year, and dead last in almost every <laughs> statistical count. I mean, they were as bad as you can be. Um, it was funny. I saw on Facebook that the quarterback that's actually there right now, he's like, "Oh, this is about to be a blessing. I get to have the greatest coach of all time." Yes, yeah, and with yeah, exactly. And again. Maybe you know. I think a lot of these dudes are going to stay, and it's time to put your helmet on and fucking battle. I think that's what he's going to bring. I, I it, people were talking about the schedule, right? Like, um, I mean, not the schedule, the the what he brings to that culture of like HBCU, how it's turned up, it's all these things. You probably won't see that Colorado. No matter what, that's something yeah. that's, <laughs> that's only at HBCU, brother. Yeah. Um, I want to bring up their schedule to see. Um, uh, what their schedule looks like going next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, freak. Oh, there it goes right there. So they have – oh, they actually go TCU. <laughs> there really? it is. That's, yeah. that's going to be cool. – <laughs> there it is, baby, right there, right? That's going to tell you. TCU's coming off a year. Now they're coming back with some guys. The first first two games going to be like, let's see if the year he's going to have. TCU, Nebraska yeah. – Colorado State, yep. Arizona State, Arizona, Oregon, Stanford. Let's see what you can do against Stanford. Let's see what you can do with UC. The rest of the schedule is fucking crazy. Yeah, I mean, Stanford, the Pac-12 USC, Oregon, UCLA, Utah, and then Washington State. Yeah. yeah. Still a rough I schedule. Mean, yeah, it, it's definitely a rough schedule. I like how I like how they open up with two pretty tough – because Nebraska now is going to be a completely different team with Matt Rule there. So Rule. you're right. Let's yeah. Let's see what they got. Comp was like, um, he's like, shit, I might have to go start going into recruitment and uh, going into some rooms to slide some kids some paper. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. The thing is, next year, I'm um, stick to my thing about about um, taking into consideration the the uh, NIL deals. That teams are going to have to start thinking about that. We got to start playing these. We got to start yeah. bringing some NIL deals in to get these recruits. Because yep. Prime needs to do that. Prime did bring it in, right? His big thing was 
the wide receivers and guys, you guys, that's what this is my biggest thing I loved from him. The wide receiver guys, he was like, you guys can you'll get your NIL deals later. You'll get that from the seasons. Right now, I'm worried about my big guys up front. All the NIL deals, I make sure they get it first. Because yeah. they don't they don't have the star player. I'm bringing, he brought Chevy there or whatever, or Ford, or whoever it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I uh, love yeah, I mean, and that's how you're supposed to, I think that's how you build, you know, a good football team. Build it from within and then and then back out. So doing it in the trenches. 100%. He knows what he's doing. He's he's fucking incredibly smart dude. He's got the swag. I'm I'm pumped to see how he does. And this is why I say he doesn't own one thing. He legit lost two toes at fucking um at Jet State. He don't own nobody's shit, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> two toes. Exactly. Exactly. Like, <laughs> um all right, man. Anything else left on college football? No, nah, no, nah, I think we hit it all. Just get me to the playoff. Yes, sir. Um, all right, let's let's move to NFL. Um, I think um, Liam was actually, uh, what was it? Oh, he was high on cocaine this weekend. So that's why he was a little, um, he was a little hyped up. I don't know. He was, Liam was texting me crazy. So I don't know uh-huh. what he was on this weekend. I think it was coke or whatever it was. I don't know what it was. He was drunk. Completely sober. <laughs> that, that sober thoughts you had? What, what were the thoughts? Maybe it wasn't. My boy was like Scarface, baby. He was just hyped off um, being Tennessee like that. So wow. I, I want to see what what why you were so hyped up on this Tennessee Tennessee W. The only thing that I can say is to celebrate is what you did to King Henry. That's all I can say. So he, here's here's what I'm gonna say, and I and I said this to you last week when we ended the show. I said the Eagles play the Titans when they win. I don't want to hear any excuse. I don't want to hear this excuse of the Eagles haven't played anybody. They they haven't done anything. It's a weak schedule. That is a division leader. They are going to win their division for the fourth or fifth year in a row. They were the top seed in the AFC last year. This was a Titans team that went into Kansas City just a few weeks ago and almost beat the Chiefs with their backup rookie quarterback who threw all of 10 times. They don't even trust this dude to play his position and still almost beat what some people believe to be the best team in the NFL in their house. So again, we talk about all the time for you to embarrass any team like that is, is cool, but to beat a division winning team, Mike Vrabel is a top five head coach in this league. He always brings it. The Titans are just a tough fucking team. Like they're built with dudes that will punch you in the mouth. And they, there, it was nothing. That was a complete wiping on the floor. That was a game where I sat back and just fucking enjoyed it. AJ Brown, revenge game of all revenge games. I don't know if you saw the Titans just fired their GM. That was definitely because, like, yo, we just saw our best player maybe ever just shit all over us. You're done. <laughs> it was there was nothing on the defensive side. <laughs> it, it was an all around ass whooping of a playoff team yeah. of a team that will have a home game that will win a division again. And I think what I as I dove deeper into this game, what I'm most excited about is we've seen back-to-back weeks of this Eagles team, specifically the offense, completely dominate in two completely different ways. We saw them Sunday night against the Packers run for almost a franchise record 360 yards. Jalen Hurts, 150 of them. So we can see how good that running attack can be. And then this past Sunday, Jalen Hurts ran twice maybe for 10 yards through for 380 and three touchdowns. Like they're doing it in different ways. And I think that is what separates the good from the great is great teams can beat you in many different ways. And that's what the Mm -hmm. Eagles are showing me. This Titans team is a good football team. And at the very least, they're not going to blow anybody out, 
but they're not going to get blown out. And the Eagles blew them out. So that's why I was so excited to see because you don't see a Mike Variable Titans team get mopped the floor with like you just did. But I don't – you're giving the Titans a lot of credit. I mean, we could talk about that history. We could talk about what the – this season hasn't been the best season for them. This season and they're still, and they're still going into this game, and they probably will be the third really? best team in the AFC seeding-wise. What was their record? Like 7-4? What was their record? They were 7-4 and four coming coming into this game. I mean, dog, like, that's what I'm saying. That's why I was, like, confused. Like, if this motherfucker must be high because the Titans aren't all that. They're not all that. Uh, uh, embarrassment of the Titans, regardless, I get what you're saying, the stature of the team. Like, it's still Mike Variable, coach of the year, I would say. Like, he's coaching yeah. his ass off. He's been a coach of his ass off. But if, if you do this to, I don't know, who else in the league, but that they're not playing their best ball. I mean, we just saw a lot. So right now, I would make the argument that maybe other than the Eagles, the Bengals are the hottest team in the AFC, right? Last week, the Titans went toe-to-toe with that Bengals team down to the last second, and they lost. Just two, three weeks ago, they went into Kansas City on a Sunday night, most hostile environment in all of football, with a backup quarterback and only lost by three. Yeah, KC. But then here they come. Huh? What are we seeing with KC right now? What they lost to the hottest team in the NFL in the Bengals. They are still the number one seed, number two seed. They still have the best quarterback in the NFL, and they barely beat the Titans because the Titans just do – they just make you uncomfortable. That's – again, it's not the fact that the Eagles won. If they won close, I still would be like, yeah, good win against a good team. This was not a win. This was an embarrassment. This was a complete embarrassment of of, of a playoff division-winning team (laughs) that has played – that has played two Super – so they have now played – you can make the argument. They've played three Super Bowl contenders in the past four weeks. Chiefs, Bengals, Eagles. Only one of those teams embarrassed them. The other two, they probably could have and should have beaten. Are you, are you done trying to get everybody to select the Eagles dick? or? I, listen, I'm just saying this felt good because all I heard was about the schedule, the schedule, the schedule, and then the one – I knew it was going to come – and I know it's going to come if the Eagles beat the it? Cowboys on Christmas Eve. The excuse is going to be the Cowboys just didn't play that well. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's, there's always going to be an excuse. And it's not just Cowboys fans. Like, it's everybody. It's always going to be an excuse with teams that they beat. So I'm just I'm just letting people know. This would not – if the Chiefs went out and beat the Titans like that, all you would see on ESPN, all you would see on all these shows is Patrick Mahomes MVP. Chiefs are the best team in the league. They're going to win another Super Bowl. But you don't hear anything on the Eagles. And that's fine. Okay. Let's just let's take it easy, pops. All right, let's just let's just take it step by time, right? I I, I give it to you. You on, on when when a team is able to in one week go, oh, we can't beat you in passing. Let's beat you in run. The next mm-hmm. week, oh, the run's not working. We'll just beat you passing. That makes you a complete team in my eyes. Like mm-hmm. we could be, we could figure out a way to win. I hundred percent agree with you. But I don't think you guys win the big game with your offense. You win the big game defensively. When I look at that defense, I'm like, and that offensive line. I'm sorry. And when I look at that 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 defense, I'm like, you guys held Henry to 35 yards. What? How many yards? Like, yeah, yeah, nothing. The fuck. And that was our weak point. Remember, this was what we were talking. This was my main concern with this team. What did the Eagles do? What did the Eagles do? We suck here. Let's go get our guys. Let's go bring these guys. Exactly. What did the Cowboys do? We'll just deal with it until we draft. (laughs) We're just draft guys. That's what we like to do. You don't have to pick a free agents. Why would we yeah. ever do that? We're just, we're just draft guys. We like to build stars. <laughs> Fucking idiots. 
But with this, this is what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you, right? You, you, you're, you're beating teams. You're, you're, you're there. But like, again, teams across the league aren't that well. The four and eight Packers, you guys beat them. Congrats. You guys beat the Titans, seven and four team. Like, I, I 100% give it to you. You're beating who you're beating everyone you should beat. But again, they're they're not that great. This if this was last year's teams, this is what I'm saying. I'm tired of talking. I don't I don't give a fuck because I'm just tired of talking. I'm like, let's take it to the big game. It's big game time. At this point, what? no more talking. It's big game time. Let's now play with all counts. And you just said something. So again, my whole thing is before like before these games are played, these fans and the media, like they have the excuse of, oh, wait until they play X team. Right, oh, and it was oh, wait until you play a playoff team in the Titans. Smoked. You just said they beat the four and eight Packers. Congrats. Well, that same Packers team came back from two touchdowns against the Cowboys and beat them. Yeah. But, so man, again, for what it's worth, no, they're not a good football team. But now, again, this is what I'm saying: is the Cowboys I saw on ESPN are Super Bowl favorites all of a sudden? How the fuck that is a thing? I don't know. But it's never, it's never going to be a good win if they beat the Chiefs. If the Eagles beat the Chiefs this week. I promise you there would be an excuse. I promise you. Really? I promise you. Yeah, and that and like I said, I think that's just a Philly thing. Like people don't like Philly. Yeah, I mean I mean you would I would. I'm not gonna I don't have a, I don't have an excuse for why you beat Titans. I'm like I just know Titans aren't that good. When I went to that game, I was like, you guys better beat the fuck out of them. To me, that like Tannehill doesn't look that good to me. I think Dallas plays them in a few weeks. We'll see. I'm just saying they played two I'm Super Bowl contenders. Good. I, don't, I think why you're seeing Super Bowl contenders is that the amount of points we're putting up. But if you want to switch tops and go to the Cowboys, that looks like shit. Yes. Our run game is slowing down steadily. Like, mm-hmm. they're figuring, teams are figuring this out. So it's like, I'm not going to put the, the Cowboys on this pedestal. I'm also going to be real and be like, no, the Eagles are falling on all cylinders. Enough talk. You should be winning at this point. No more. There's no more discussion on winning. It's about let's get you to that time. It's it's time for playoff runs and who we play in the playoffs. Again, if you do this performance against playoff teams, like if it's when it's when it's not teams, when it's playoff time, when it's on the line, then talk this conversation. Have this conversation. Have this talk to give to the crowd. Have this discussion. Like this is your guys. This this is the playoffs. This is who you guys are saying. Are the people? This is who you guys are saying are Super Bowl contenders, and we embarrass them. No, you, they'll have nothing to stand on. But right now, it's just like, bro, let's get us to these all-time games because that's I. I am how I want to ask you how confident are you going into the playoffs right now? So when I look at the NFC in in this broad spectrum after this weekend, Wait. I felt I felt a lot better because I would agree that the Eagles are. The third best team in the NFC. My main concern was the 49ers. Jimmy Garoppolo should be done for the year. So that worry gets a lot less. Yeah. And probably the next team would be the Cowboys, if we're being honest. And I think the rest of and, – and that's in part of – part of the Cowboys game has looked very, very good. Again, I say it all the time. It's tough to win in the NFL. It's tough to put up 54 points. I don't care who it's against. And they'll probably do that again against the Texans because they their shit – the Jaguars, their shit, whatever. But the Cowboys, for for what it's worth, they are the second or third best team in the NFC, I think, right now. Second or third and, best? You're going to say I second. Mean, but but look, at the rest, look at the rest of the NFC, though. You have the Buccaneers, which I'm never going to bet against Brady, but they look sluggish. Maybe, come and then on. The, rest of the, the rest of the playoffs right now are the Giants, which we both are saying they might not even finish 500. 
Washington, who just tied that same Giants team, and Geno Smith and the Seahawks, which have been a fun story, but I yeah. can't see them going in into a playoff game and winning. So I feel confident. I guess Minnesota. We keep forgetting Minnesota. But I just I watched the Eagles and Cowboys blow the doors off Minnesota. So why would I be that worried? Both spanked their ass. Yeah. The Jets almost beat them with Mike White. Yeah. So I I can't be too. I mean, yeah, they're talented as all fuck, but I I'm not concerned about them. We just we beat them 24 to seven this season. I think this is my thing again. Playoff time and everything like that. It's any given Sunday. It it can go either way, right? And especially when it comes to the playoffs, I think you guys get to the NFC Championship, and I would love to see with a young, not a young coach, but with a young team kind of starting off, like, what does that look like when it's time to win at all costs? I think you guys make to the NFC Championship, no problem. You get in there. But I want to see how you guys handle, like, true, true, like, fucking moments. Like, fuck, we're down. We got to rally. We got to fucking win. Like, and I think you won't be tested until, I hate to say it, the Super Bowl or NFC Championship. Like, <laughs> That's it. Well, now listen, that goes to my point that I'll get that, you know, we've argued before, but when, when the Eagles made the playoffs last year, I knew they were going to get smoked against the Bucks. They did, but it was almost like, like you said, young coach, young quarterback, you know, they still got a playoff game under their belt. Like they, they know the atmosphere is different. The game is different. They have that under their belt. But again, it goes back to this argument of we have close wins to hold our hat on. And you're right. When it does come down to maybe you're down and you need to drive or, Maybe you're up and your defense needs to step up. That's, that is exactly why I was saying I would want my teams to have the closer games. So then when it comes down to the nitty-gritty in the playoffs, we've been here before, let's just do it again. And I also think it's funny because Eagles must have heard you. They're like, yo, these close wins ain't doing it for Leak. Let's go blow the doors off the Titans. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, I, I, I just as, as someone that plays the sport, I don't like close wins of being in that pressure moments. It just is a cause for disaster. Shit just – Shit goes downhill and rolls downhill. Yes, but that's the playoffs. That's that's ninety percent of the playoffs. You're rarely going to get a playoff game where it's not close going into the fourth yeah. quarter. That's just what the playoffs are. I mean, but it's just what I'm saying. It's a prime example of the TCU game. You can't score fourth. You can't score second and goal. You run it each time, and you that that shit happens. But you guys been and, that, been in that position. But that was a team that. And now listen, my my counter argument because I said when we get to the NFL, I'll say, and we touched on the Vikings. Every single win this year, I think, have been less than eight points. They're yeah. ten and two. They yeah. they are still winning out of their ass somehow. But you, maybe you don't run out of wins. That's just the only two games. The only happening in playoff. That's the only two, happening. Maybe maybe it's not, but it's it's continuing to roll right now. They're winning these close games. It doesn't matter. I mean. When, when, uh, when, like, let's take Minnesota, right? Minnesota, mm -hmm. let's look at Minnesota versus us. If a team comes out and blows you the fuck out, are they coming back? Do they have a chance to win? Are they getting points on the board? No, they're getting beat the fuck up when teams are coming out and saying, we're going <laughs> to fuck every single team. No, but not, when, 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 the, when, the, when the Green Bay was down 14 against us, what do they do? Come back and fucking beat us. They had that chance. They had the opportunity to do that. They get that when they're when they're getting up on. I don't. That's what I'm saying. A team like that. Okay. Here's where I I'll, I'll say I will put my money in. When I put my money on the Vikings winning against a team that wins by ten every time. Who am I putting my money on? A team that wins by ten 
or Vikings who win by a crazy miraculous wins. That already happened. That already happened this year. I'm so glad you brought up that point because that happened with the Bills and the Vikings won a close game. Uh, in the playoffs. I guess I guess we're going to have to see. And, again, that's just the playoffs. Playoffs could go either way. But your, your example of a team that's blowing teams out or the Vikings that are winning by the skin of their teeth, that just happened three, four weeks ago. And another close game, that yeah, one team, well, the Bills it, were not. The Bills have not had big games. What's the odds? I'm, I'm saying – the Bills have not had those close games. They lost. The Vikings have had those close games. They won. There's your difference. Because you can't convince Take me. Take the game 10 times. What are the odds in that game? I don't – but judging by what I saw, probably taking the Vikings a majority of the time. Get the fuck – there's no way. There's no way. Out of 10 times, I'm taking them seven at least. The Bills. Because here's what, here's what you saw at the end of that game. It was Josh Allen throwing an interception because he was not used to doing those drives versus – Kirk Cousins and Jeff, Justin Jefferson in that offense doing what they need to do because they've been there before. Right, we'll just disagree on that one. That's not true. I'll, I'll bet. I'll, I'm going to be a rich guy by betting eight out of ten times in that. All right. I'm, I'm sure you will. But the only one that mattered, the close the close game team won. Uh, uh, and it's been a great point to get into, into you. But talking on our um, – the Cowboys – we get it done. If you want us to show you how we beat the Colts, we, we'll do it another time. It's okay, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you guys beat up on bad teams. That's that's what the Cowboys do every year. That's why I say we won't go far in the playoffs. Mark my yeah. words. Because, hey, you win the games you're supposed to win. The games are like, we need a win here. Shit the bed. We also yeah. talk about how um, how um, A-Rod, he just fucking loves destroying the Cowboys. Oh, yeah. and Bears. He just loves it. He, he does. eats those, those games up. <laughs> <laughs> but, um. Uh, the one, one thing I've been pissed off at OBJ, right? But I kind of it kind of got me thinking. I knew I was going to actually send it to you, but I knew he was at the Cowboys facility from like one of the pages I follow of like the insider Cowboys that he was getting worked out. And I was like thinking, I'm like, I do like that he's kind of making it like a high school recruiting, yes, like going on his recruiting trips. <laughs> and I I gotta respect it. I gotta yeah, respect. I can't hate on it, right? Um, the, the, like that's straight up high school shit, right? You go to these colleges, you, you try and not see where you let's go because the NBA does that. NBA players yeah. kind of control where they where they end up going, right? But it makes me want. I knew something was off when I saw he got worked out like yesterday, and then nothing was going on, and, and then you hear he's not ready, something still hurt, and it makes me yeah. think did he re-injure it there, or what, did he just say I'm not ready yet for that for this right. for this going on? And if I was the Cowboys, I'm still. Offer him to lock him in for I, next year. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I Listen, at best case, he can come back in time for the playoffs. Or, you know, I don't know what extent he's not yeah. ready. But at best cases, you'll have Odell for that run. Worst case, your team is the exact same. But yeah. you, you just brought up the point of what you want to see from your Cowboys that, that the Eagles did. Take a chance. That's, that is yes. what winning teams do is just taking chances. Scared money does not make money. So mm-hmm. I think you still got to offer him. I mean, Sue was fucking. I don't know. Sue. I mean, was Sue? Does he? Does he have the Super Bowl win with uh, Tampa Bay? Yeah. Yep. And this guy was like the premier, you know, defensive uh, lineman, traveling around the league and still winning. Right. Still a great, a great yeah. player. Cowboys take a chance. I, I, I don't think he's ready for playoffs. That's the that's the griping of like, should we get him? I don't give a fuck. Lock him in for next year. Fuck it. And get him in – just get him in your facility. Like, have your guys work on him. He clearly gets along with the team. He's going to Mavericks games with 
Trayvon Diggs and, and Micah Parsons. Like, bring him in the building. Hey, don't forget my boy was there too, baby. Who? The grandfather of them all. Des Bryant uh, was there. Don't worry. Yeah, yeah, another guy that never really won anything there. But it, listen, if if I'm the Cowboys, I agree. I Bring him in, have him work with my trainers, with my medical staff. Learn yeah. the playbook all the while. So then if you can come back, you're ready. You're locked in. So you know what that yeah. does? All summer long, you're throwing with Dak. All summer long, you're working out with CD, uh, Brown, Gallup, all these guys. You're working out with them. So it's like, I, I, it, it is what it is. I and, love- and not for nothing, one more thing, and this is what even I think uh, the Eagles coach Sirianni said when they brought in Ndamukong Sue, when they brought in Linval Joseph, at the very least, what it tells that locker room is I'm fucking all in. I'm all in. So bringing Odell in, that's Jerry Jones telling his guys, "We, I think we have what it takes. This is just icing on the cake. I'm putting all my chips to the table. Go prove me right." Yeah, yeah, 100% agree. Um, I think that it was uh, what was I gonna say? Um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. But uh, I think that even just bringing him. Like you said, around the facility would be amazing just to have him there. Yeah. Coach him up, even if he's not able to play. It's just OBJ, no matter what, all he does is work out. All he does is train. All he does is get mm-hmm. it in. Um, oh, this is my thing, my take. I think it was kind of funny seeing um seeing Pollard start and Z come off the bench. It yeah. kind of was like, Oh shit, is this what the is this what we should start getting used to as cowboys? And I always wonder about th- their dynamic because when they come on and off the field, they don't, they don't even look at each other. They just like switching it out. Ooh, and okay. I mean, Pollard said like in a game, he's like, "We're not we're competitive in one area, and that's only Call of Duty. Besides that, we're we competitive. We're like, yo, we're rushing for this many yards this game. Whoever gets it first, it is what it is. Like that, we're like we put yeah. challenges on each other. And I think that you're seeing a little bit of hunger out of Zeke finally. Like you're not seeing him go. To, I mean, I hate Pollard just finds a way to get in the open field to where Zeke yeah. always seems like he's running through like, yeah. like the A and B gap. And I'm like, where is he, does he see a, a route anywhere? It's like, I, just don't, I don't think he has the explosive explosiveness to go anywhere else. No, like it just seems like he's just like, he'll pick up six. You're like, Oh, is he going through? And he'll just pick up his six or yeah. that's just, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just so weird. Pollard is like, I'm like, yo, Pollard averages five yards, four yards a carry. Fuck yep. that. Run that motherfucker all day. Yeah. Um, lastly, the NFL, uh, it's a time where we talk about, right? We were talking about, we're waiting for these moments to happen to where the Bengals heat up and to where Tom Brady heats up and it's starting. The shit is starting to get real now. So I think the league is starting to wake up and it's, and it's dangerous when you see that those are two bad white boys right there that my biggest, I would say, um, fumble on a, on a, like a player that I thought would, would be a bust was Burrow. I was like, I don't think Burrow would be that great. I don't think he has like that what it takes. Prove me wrong. I was completely wrong in that stature. I was like, I love Joe Burrow now. Like, I love him. Yeah. I didn't love him when he was at LSU, but I think he's he's that guy. And um they're getting yeah. hot when it matters. I hope they keep it up. I'd love to see Joe Burrow back in it and actually win. T B no. It's it's I mean Burrow's three and zero against Mahomes ever. He so just, crazy, I, right? yeah I I think going into that draft too my thing with Burrow was he was playing on the bet, arguably, you know, one of the best college football teams ever. Like I would probably look pretty halfway fucking decent at quarterback at that throwing to Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, all these guys. Yeah. Man, yeah. He's got, he has it and Monster. he's, he's a monster. And Tom Brady, man, 
listen, the Saints are not are not a great football team. They've had his number since he got to Tampa Bay. Yeah. But all that shows me is they can be dog shit in back to back weeks for ninety five percent of the game, and they're still like it's still Tom Brady. He's still doing this. Yeah. Yeah, I lo- I love to see it. Um, anything else left, brother? No, nah, Tom Brady also undefeated since the divorce, but yeah, no, I, thought, I, I saw his three and one. I don't think he's lost. No, he hasn't lost since. Mm-hmm. Um, word. All right, so we're gonna move to our last segment, Liam's locks. So I don't know shit about betting, uh, but I'm mm-hmm. gonna learn some game from my boy here. Yeah, well, let's do it. I'll just touch on two games, uh, Malik, and and you know if you go on your betting websites, whatever one you prefer, you know you'll see favorites and underdogs and what have you. So the first game I'm going to look at is those Cincinnati Bengals at home. They are six point favorites. So again, if you were to bet on the Bengals, they would need to win by seven points or more. If you bet on the Browns, they would need to lose by six points or less, or they can win the game. So give me the Browns. That's one of my locks. And and really? here's why it, those division games are always tough. I don't, you know, I don't care who it is. Divisional games are always, always difficult. I saw just a few weeks ago, again, I know it's a different Bengals team, but the Browns, for whatever reason, have Joe Burrow's number. And, and that in, that included, I think it was Halloween night, actually, on Monday Night Football, shut him down, shut him down. I don't know if the Browns will win, but it was an ugly win for him last week. I think everybody is down on them. Deshaun Watson looked like shit. I think he'll pick it up as the season kind of goes along. Um, buy low, sell high. So I'm going to buy the the Browns low here. I think they cover the six. Again, I don't think they're going to win, but I can see a four or five point win by the Bengals. Uh, the other one that I have. Bro, after is, Joe Burrow kept coming off of that win. And, and that's what I'm saying. So what we saw was two teams, you know, in the spotlight, right? Everyone wanted to see what Deshaun Watson did. He played like shit. They they scrapped and clawed their way to a win against the Texans, who were the worst team we might have ever seen. And Joe Burrow just beat Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs on national TV again. So, again, it's one of those things where I do think the Bengals win, but I think everybody's going to be on the on the Bengals. Everyone's going to be expecting them to blow them out. I just I think it's going to be one of those weird games that the Browns can hang around. And the second game I have, I believe it's Sunday Night Football, one of my betting theories is I like to bet on teams that were embarrassed the week before. I think these are grown men that are competitors at heart. I saw the Dolphins get the floor wiped with them. I mean, the Niners defense absolutely shut them down. It was a close game, but they're playing a third-string quarterback and still lost pretty handily. Two will look bad at the end of that game. Chargers, I'm kind of just sick of the Chargers. They are the same team every year. They're right about 500. I feel like everybody yeah. loves them every single year, but uh, they're three point favorites. I I think the dolphins win that game Sunday night. I think they make a statement that they're one of the better teams in the league. So give me the dolphins to cover three and the Browns to hang in and cover six. Amazing. Uh, Next week I want to talk about um, coaches around the league because I don't like that coach either. I don't like the Eagles coach, but I don't, I don't know. I have a weird feeling about the dolphins coach. The dolphins. He, he definitely is a weird guy. Yeah. He's such a fucking weirdo, but um, that's awesome, dude. Liam's locks. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of In Those We Trust Podcast. This is a great, 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 great episode of my opinion. Ready for the rest of the Getting football. Getting better and better. Thank you again. Big one. Yes, Big sir. One. Thank you, guys.